All right. Hey, welcome to the Twin Cities Carry Show. This is episode number eight. Tonight we're going to talk straw purchases, firearms related gift giving, whatever else comes up. Joining me tonight, as always, is uh, AJ and Jim. Hey, guys. Uh, good evening. So it's been a little while since we've been live. Uh, me and AJ had a in experience putting up tree stands a couple weeks ago, so we just did a pre-recorded show. Uh, but we're back now, and that's all over with. Although we yeah, still I'm not sore anymore. That's the nice part of it. Yeah, you know we still got to go pull those down, right? I'm going up tomorrow. Going you are up. going up. Okay, so you gonna pull mine down for me? Not sure. <laughs> oh, all right. So, yeah, guys, I, I didn't pull too much tonight. Um, been busy, right? So. I figured we'd touch on straw purchases, what they are, what the issues are, talk about firearms-related gift-giving, but I actually want to jump into what we talked about before the show started, the only firearms company to fail in the year of 2020. I know, I'm kind of being rude. I mean, I, I got to feel like that inventory is going to move pretty fast. I'm not sure how you fail, no right, matter so what gun it is these <laughs> Right. Well, okay, you're not wrong. And I'd buy one just for the heck of it now. So what you guys are seeing right now is an image of Full Conceal's folding Glock 43. I, this is a, a solution to a problem nobody had. Uh, it's a Glock that folds. <laughs> well, and, 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 and I mean, let's, let's clarify to you, the, the Glock 43 is a small gun. That's typically what somebody's going to carry when concealability is very important. But how this is more concealable, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, it's one of those things you see it all the time. Companies just trying to make money on people in the gun community, in the gun world, or people who like guns, or maybe people who just don't pay enough attention, which is fair. There's a lot taking our attention. It, it is a solution to a problem nobody has. It doesn't make the gun any better. It doesn't make it any more concealable. It doesn't make it easier to draw and fire. It, it actually makes it harder to draw and fire, in my opinion. Like, Yeah, can you imagine training for that? Pulling that thing out, <laughs> reassembling, racking the slot. Like, that, that, that was going to be my first question. Can you, can you carry that thing, one in the chamber? The, so, yes, they say you can. I Again, I don't have one, so... <laughs> okay, so theoretically, you can carry one in the chamber, but you still have to put it together before you can pull the trigger and start feeding future out of it. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I never asked that question, and I don't know anybody who did, and apparently we're not the minority this time. Yeah, it's uh, – I, I don't get it. Like I said, I'm, I'm kind of bashing on them because I think it's stupid. Uh, but, again, you failed as a gun company in 2020. Like, everybody's posting – record profits from the gun companies, ammo manufacturers, training companies like ours, right? Everybody is making money and you managed to fail. Well, I mean, just to, to throw out a number, I just saw literally today, Vista Outdoors has posted that they are one year behind on orders. Wow. I was telling you guys a couple weeks ago, Henry, uh, Henry Repeating Arms, same thing. They stopped taking dealer orders, uh, because they are a year behind on orders. I mean, why would you stop taking orders? 
you could just continue to ride this thing until it's over. And right. God, can you imagine the job security of knowing you're booked out two or three years in advance? How fantastic would that be? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. No, it's, hey, it's uh, I just got a comment here that they can only hear Shane. That's weird. Hmm. Good thing they commented. Uh... Technical difficulties. Yeah, technical difficulties. For some reason, you guys are not hearing AJ and Jim, and I, I don't know why because everything is, everything is. Everything is awesome. Uh, this is. I think we might be live. Oh, all right. Here we go. <laughs> live on Facebook. Are we? <laughs> oh, that's what it says on the top of my screen. Cool. I don't show us as live, but let's roll with it. I'll go, I'll go hit us up on the cell phone here and see how we're doing. Well, so far it's not awesome. I'll give you that. Yeah, we're we're yeah, yeah we're live. We're, we're live, live just straight through Zoom. So hopefully everybody's hearing us. Let us know. Thank you. Try episode eight. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened there. So ah, uh, dang man, we talked a lot about full conceal, but I'll bash them again, I guess. Yeah, dial it back. <laughs> Let's start over. All right. So first off, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened there. We're uh. We're real new to this stuff still. Um, we were talking about Full Conceal, the folding Glock 43 that I showed everybody when they were only hearing me talk about it. I wasn't the only one bashing them. Uh, it's a folding Glock. Jim, I think you had some very poignant... Put that thing back on the screen. Can you do that? I'm, I'm going to, yeah. So actually what, what uh, took me by surprise a moment here is... I. I could have swore that it was a Glock 26 they were doing this with. I think they did it with a few. Do you have a, do you have a photo of it uh, folded yeah, out? This, one, this one's a 43. Maybe there is a 26 as well. But Here, Here's a major concern of mine with this. Is, I mean, That's a 43. Depending upon how this thing is sitting in your pocket or mm -hmm. whatever, I mean, this thing's going to be the most likely thing I've ever seen to cause an ND. Look at that trigger guard and whatever that is, which I'm assuming is some sort of attachment to clip in the clip it all in on the front of the gun. You're you're actually adding more snag points to the gun. Yeah, this thing's a terrible, terrible waste of time. I uh yeah, I don't understand. I don't I don't understand what they thought they were making better. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those where you sit there and say, okay, what, what problem are they trying to solve? And the only thing I can come up with is concealability, and it doesn't seem to improve on concealability. And that's yeah, the really? major reason you would carry a forty-three is it's a small gun. It's, it's, it's very concealable. So somehow this makes it better? I, I, I don't see it. But yeah, and oh man, talk about a way to get dirt into your gun so that it doesn't work. I mean, you've just got everything open for dust and lint and junk to get caught in there. You know, and it, it brings up another issue for me. I Like, okay, Glock's a reputable company, right? Like, nobody's really running around saying Glocks are crap guns. They're not. Well, there's lots of complaints about, gun, about Glock. Reliability is never the complaint. Correct. They work. But now we're taking a, a third party to Glock, 
who is modifying that gun. So you've now most likely lost your Glock warranty. And now maybe you bought one of these and the company is now folded. You're, I you're would so love well. to meet somebody who has one of these things. Yeah. I, I, if anybody is out there that knows anybody who has one, put us in contact. I, I'd be willing I would to love buy. to try this thing. I, right? I'd, be <laughs> I'd love to get my hands on one just to look at it. I mean, I would never carry this thing, but it might oh. sit on a shelf. Yeah. Do you guys remember the Hudson H9? Hmm. It was billed as like a striker fire in 1911. Uh, similar thing happened. A little different, right? They were an actual manufacturer. I think it was the H9. Uh, yeah. And uh, here we go. I'm going to show you guys an image of the H9. It was supposed to be just a great shooting uh, firearm. Out. The other thing that confuses me about this is the fact they took a well-known gun and tried to modify it as opposed mm -hmm. to just making their own gun. Yeah. It's so this is the Hudson H9. And and like I said, it, it was kind of billed as like a, a 1911 style striker fire in, in the way it shoots. Um, and I, I could be botching that, but you can see the trigger here, right? That's very similar to a 1911 style trigger. Uh, similar situation yeah. where a lot of people situation going on yeah there. yeah a lot at of people least, bought it at least with that one i can see yeah i can understand the market for that because there's a lot of people who like the way the you know the ergonomics mm -hmm. of the 1911 style they like the feel but they don't like the idea of having to carry something cocked and locked and now you're solving that problem with a striker fire i can certainly at least understand the why behind this gun yeah no, I'm just like, it, but it was a similar situation where the company started, people bought it, they, they did purchase it, the company went under, and now they're stuck with a gun that, what warranty? <laughs> oh, one of the comments about, uh, about the old uh, gun there is the uh, Glock's version of a high point paperweight. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. Not wrong. Uh, so interesting thing about the, uh, the, the full conceal folding Glock. I believe it was announced at Shot Show 2020 last year. Um, they've canceled Shot Show for this year, 2021. So unfortunate. Shocker, shocker. So right. I was actually really looking forward to going this year. Would have been would have been the year to go, right? Uh, oh man, our last post with only my audio was still on Facebook, and I <laughs> have to delete that. <laughs> well, you know. Oh, okay, guys. Uh, straw purchases. Let's talk straw purchases. I don't want to get into anything political. This came across because recently... Kanye 2020. Correct. Correct. I think that one oh, failed. Not that. Uh, I mean, hey, whatever. But um, no, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, his buddy was, was charged because he admitted to purchasing the gun for Kyle Rittenhouse, who was not supposed to have a firearm because he was underage. Thus, a, a, a straw purchase, right? So, I just figured we should let people know what those are and where they need to be concerned, which is probably they don't need to be concerned. It boils down to not buying a gun for somebody who's prohibited from owning or possessing a firearm, right? Yep, and prohibited persons. Um, you know, the liability 
kind of lands on the store at that point and they're overly cautious about this which even though not illegal for somebody like myself to buy a gun for somebody like Shane or Jim they will frequently decline that purchase or interrupt that purchase from happening because they they can't run that person they don't know and and, and such but although perfectly legal a lot of places won't let it happen Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's that same idea of your addresses don't match and your license and your permit. They'll usually deny you the sale. It's not statute, but it's just one of the ways that they feel like they have to cover their butts from a liability standpoint. Well, similar to them not just automatically selling you the firearm after the mandatory uh, timeline with an extra and, and yeah. not coming back as clear. So another one, yeah. Fleet Farm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh Large corporations are going to err on the side of caution, right? And so they're just going to not sell. They're, they're more comfortable not selling than dealing with the headlines of them selling a gun to a felon or, or something like that. Uh, so, yeah, a straw purchase is just uh, simply as put purchasing a firearm for a prohibited person when you knowingly do it. So, and I think that knowingly thing is important, right? You know, somebody is a minor or, you know, somebody is prohibited from purchasing due to pending charges, uh, felony, mental instability, right? You therefore would be guilty of a felony. That being said, the other thing I wanted to talk about, giving guns as gifts. Hey, all right. If anybody would like to gift me guns, I am all for that. Yeah, uh, in the <laughs> description below, we'll have a mailing address. <laughs> Send it on through. Or... Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Can you give a gun as a gift? Yes, you can. In Minnesota, you can do that without a background check if it's a private party situation. It's not the same in every state, but uh, if you're going to give a gun as a gift, let's go to the higher end. Right? Or if you reasonably know what they want. I mean, I, <laughs> Jim, I, I let him speak to this, but uh, just like buying tools or a car for somebody, you know, it's a lot of yeah, personal. Yeah, I mean, if somebody has said, you know, hey, here's the list of things I'd want, that's great. But, you know, just to say, hey, I, I, I want to buy so-and-so a, a gun for Christmas and then just go out and buy something. The odds of getting the one that you want when this is something that, you know, we get real finicky about isn't real good. So I'd be more for the, Hey, I'd like to buy you a gun for Christmas. Let's go to the store and pick it up. Fair enough. I mean, uh, that doesn't see. mean no give me one. Just I want some say in the God process. God bless them. I mean, <laughs> I would trust Shane or Jim to buy me a gun over any girlfriend I've ever had. I mean, <laughs> it's just it's a it's a background knowledge on the the product. You know what I mean? If you're just going into yeah. it blind, you're not going to make a good decision for me. Everybody in the company is getting a hundred dollar bill wrapped high points in 40 Smith and Wesson this year. I wonder how much that would cost me. I think we could probably pull that out. <laughs> they're, they're not expensive. So <laughs> <laughs> we're going to try and find the shittiest round it's available in 32 auto, maybe. <laughs> no, I just, no, it's got to, we got to do it in 40. Oh, um, yeah, I mean, gift certificates are nice. Not everybody likes gift certificates because they're a little impersonal. Oh, there's nothing like unwrapping the actual object, but I mean, 
you know, you've got your you've got your sight set on a on a on a Browning high power, and no, somebody please. gives yeah. you you know a Smith and Wesson M and P, and you're like, well, it's 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 great. There's nothing wrong with it, but it wasn't what I wanted. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Those things really down to two hundred dollars. Oh, oh we could we could find them for cheaper. I bet. I bet you you could get one for hundred and forty bucks. Oh man. I'm not joking. If I ever come across one, I am going to buy it. And I'll probably never shoot it. The dollar bill or just one in general? The dollar bill. The, with the $100 bill, right? I, I 100 It makes it classy, really, doesn't it? Yeah, right? I will. I will absolutely buy one. So if anybody's listening and you have a high point with a $100 bill, wrap, hit me up. I'll buy it. <laughs> so, all right. Guns are a little personal, yes. <laughs> what? I I'm want sorry. one. <laughs> I can't believe we're having this conversation. <laughs> if they made them in 22, it would 100% be my classroom gun. <laughs> Here's the high point. What do you do when it stops working? <laughs> How do you make it start? Ah. Uh, it's a good thing they're heavy when you have to throw it at the guy. Right. All right. What other gifts can you give that are firearms related? Right. Let's be honest. Guns Demo. Can... If you can find it. Mm. Yeah. If you can find Gift it. Gift certificates are probably your best bet. I mean, holsters are as personal as the gun itself. I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe, maybe even are... more so on the holsters. Yeah. Holsters yeah. are not a good idea. Mm. Sad day. Uh, high points are out of stock. Everything's out of stock. They have. Uh, they're. I'm seeing guns I've never heard of at the ranges or at at gun stores now. Like things I haven't heard of, and I thought I I knew most I of can't, them. I mean, imagine February, March. Suddenly, there's a panic, and all that's left is a rack full of high points. Unknowingly, you're like, "Yep, that's the one." You know what's what's kind of funny. You know, one of our big things is uh, is not cheaping out on on what you're purchasing, right? Don't buy cheap guns. Don't buy cheap ammo for for self defense. Don't buy cheap holsters, right? I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's such a thing as a cheap gun anymore in 2020. Oof, no. Well, well the the terminology was definitely put together prior to this year. Mm-hmm. I mean. I was talking to <laughs> the theft deterrent brick. Uh, I was I was talking at the range. We had a one on one and uh, kind of wanted to know what kind of guns they should be looking at. What kind of got went looked at the rental counter, right? So the rental counter has everything, whereas the gun case for sale doesn't have anything. And I was listing off prices. You know, this is in the the five to six hundred dollar range. This is in the seven to eight hundred dollar range, and the the uh, sales associate was like, well, actually, this is in the seven to eight hundred dollar range now, and this is in the eight to nine hundred dollar range now. High points are in a three to four hundred dollar range now, which puts them square into Ruger territory for like a the cheaper end Rugers. What a weird year! Oh, it's not over yet. No. We got. <laughs> oh no! It's gonna get a lot weirder yet. 
Uh, yeah, give gifts of ammo and uh, and more ammo. Lots of gift certificates. Yeah. You know, even uh even raffles don't give out guns anymore. They give you a gift certificate if you if you win at the raffle. Yeah. They just give you the price of the firearm. Yeah, that's the other thing. I mean, imagine giving someone a, a gun and not being able to get ammo for weeks or months or well and, and you know that kind of leads into another topic too where guys are talking about well i go to the store and i find this really weird ammo is in stock so should i buy a bunch of it and then go buy a gun in that same caliber well i mean and in any other year i'd have said no but this year i kind of follow the logic if, if you were one of those people that didn't maintain some kind of a supply of ammunition that may be what you have to do. I mean, but what's really out there that's that's weird? I mean... I can't think of an example off the like top of my head anymore. 25 ACP is uncommon. Well, I mean, a, 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 an example where it would actually be a reasonable purchase is, is you know, some guys will say, well, I, you know, I went to the store and the only thing they had left was 38 Super. That would be a reasonable caliber to carry. It's just kind of an oddball caliber. So, yeah, maybe this is the time to go get the 38 Super because that's what you can find ammunition for, and you didn't have any ammunition at home. Okay. 2019 and before, I would have said, no, don't do that. But this year, I can at least follow the logic in that decision. That's fair. We're, we're really talking about uh, revolver rounds, maybe. So, like, cause I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think of, of semi-automatic pistol rounds. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Maybe ten millimeter. You know, it's 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 uncommon enough that there maybe hasn't been the big run on that ammunition. So maybe you could find ten millimeter right now. Uh, I took it to a much weirder place. <laughs> I, I was thinking like Tokarev, like the seven six two by twenty five millimeter. No, I mean when I say oddball, I'm still talking. You know, mainstream, reasonable choice. Not <laughs> I'm like you, you have Tokarev ammo. Wait, where and how much? Uh, yeah, it's actually yeah, ten millimeter. If you see a ten millimeter, yes, buy it. Right, it's ten millimeter. It's the best millimeter. It's, we're, we're not talking sockets here. We're talking ammunition. <laughs> yeah, it's still the best millimeter. I it mean, applies. If, I mean, to get put it in perspective, this range I'm in front of right now used to be a nice range, and then we always shot was ten millimeters. So this thing got beat up back here. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty sweet uh, midpoint of the range that you're sitting at. Yeah, we had to keep building forward after the back wall was getting destroyed by the ten millimeter. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm actually you, on the firing line right now. What What do you want to What do you want to shoot a bear with? Nine millimeter or ten millimeter? Fifty caliber. Yeah, fair answer. Eagle. Man, it's just like it's just like uh, you know carrying out in public. The best answer is I don't want to be there when that bear comes out in the first place. <clears throat> that's why. That's why you know y'all went hunting last weekend and I went to the grocery store. <laughs> you do all your hunting at the grocery store. It man, was a, Shane dropped one though. I did. I saw the picture. It looked good. And it was my first, my first deer. I was, uh, I was as shaky as a little ten-year-old you see in the videos. It was great. It was great. <laughs> Went to give him a fist bump, and he's like, uh, yeah, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, it was fun though. I can't, I can't complain. It was a good-sized doe at shoot 20 yards and went right down quick and uh as quick as you can expect so 
And you had just bought a new rifle, right? What was it, uh, 30-06? Yes, 30-06, yeah. Nice. Yes, it uh, helped justify the purchase to to uh, to the wife. <laughs> See? Yeah. See? Validation. Told you not to worry about that. <laughs> oh, you know, since we're on the subject, I wonder how many kids went hunting for the first time that wouldn't have because of COVID restrictions and, you know, limited on what else they can do. And Well, and, you know, maybe the other way around because there's no good around. It was really hard to find a DNR class this year. Real it's hard. normally it's hard. hard. Kind of and the COVID made it just about impossible this year. Yeah, you guys aren't wrong. Uh, you know, we, we had one kid who never went hunting before with us. That was awesome. Um, I don't, I, I know a lot more. The Rangers said that they had a lot more people in for, for rifle sight in. Um, you know, unfortunately, the DNR won't have the numbers for a while. I really hope it was more kids, though. But even before COVID, there were more kids wanting to take a class than classes available, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, that's a normal year, I think, is is more kids than classes. But, I mean, this year, the, the classes just got canceled. Out. I mean, we didn't have ours just because the, the COVID restrictions were just too much of a set of handcuffs to make it reasonable. Yeah, it was just going to be too much uh, accommodating and screwing around to make it happen. That's unfortunate because that's, you know, as a leadership in this this industry in this area, you know, I, I think it's super important that that's something we do is we help get kids into it and help them teach about firearms and the outdoors and hunting and and just some basic life skills, you know, I mean, it's unfortunate that there is never enough instructors and there's far more kids that want to go through it. And every time we hold a course, there's always people trying to get in at the last second, like, you know, the next class is four months away or four hours away or, or whatever. And it's just so unfortunate that there isn't a better system. to. Facilitate. Well, you know, I always, I always tell people on the phone that it's a facility problem. You know, we'd, we'd happily teach a few classes a year if we had a place that we could do it. Yeah. It's just so hard to find a place that'll, that'll allow you to host it. Yeah. And it's strictly related to the firearms aspect of it because it is firearms education and hunter safety. And that education part is so important. Uh, Speaking strictly for myself and my kids, I want them to know what to do. Should they ever come across somebody who has a firearm, friend, kid, you know, somebody they know in the neighborhood, right? has their dad's firearm, pistol, rifle, whatever. I want my kid to know what to do in that situation without to make themselves safe and their friends safe, right? Well, I've told this story before. You know, two years ago, I'm driving out to Vegas for the kids' dance competition, mm-hmm. and I realized I'd left the bag of guns that I'd been cleaning outside of the safe. So I go through my list. Who's got a key to the house? Who do I trust with my guns? And who has a combination to the safe? And I was pretty pleased as a parent when I came up with the one person on the list is my 14-year-old daughter. So I called her and said, can you get a ride over to my house to put my guns away? I trust her with those things because she has been trained and she has proven herself worthy of that trust. I mean, we go to a store 
and you know, I ask a, a guy, hey, can I take a look at this gun? And I hand it to her. I mean, the effort that she goes through to make sure that she's not pointing it at somebody when she tries to look through the sights. I mean, you don't see that on the average adult customer. It really makes me proud. And as a parent, knowing that I'm the one that trains her like that is, is, is equally, you know, a source of pride for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely, 100%. Um, I, I complained the last time I was at the range working because I was getting muzzled constantly by a customer. And uh, I told the guy, the, the employee standing next to me, hey, we're getting muzzled. And he looks and he runs over and counsels the, the employee. He's like, hey, you can't be letting the guy point the gun in this direction. There's a bunch of us standing there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that happens a lot at the ranges. It's unfortunate. Uh, because what happens is the range workers just get so used to getting muzzled all the time that they don't even stop it. They're just like, whatever, you know, I'm used to it. I cleared it before I gave it to them. But I don't, it bugs me. Uh, all right. Let's, let's talk hypothetical. What gun, if they're going to ban all guns, right? No more guns after tomorrow. What gun are you going out and buying right now? But everything that you already own is grandfathered? Yep. Everything out there right now, you can only get one gun. What is it? <laughs> well, I mean, I have so far in my life been pretty much a handgun specialist. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't have anything in the long gun category. I don't own anything that qualifies as an AR. So, you know, in my mind, Sharon and I have been talking about, you know, uh, uh, building or buying an AR pistol for me. But I would say something in my mind would be something along the AR platform, whether a pistol or a rifle. Because that's something that I don't have at the moment. Absolutely. AJ, any ideas? Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of rounds, good capacity, relatively short barrel length. It's mobile. Yeah, 45 case. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I was uh, I was at the range about five years ago, and a guy two lanes over was shooting with those things, and it's firing the the, the empties all the way across the other yeah. lane, other lane and hit me in the head. They're pretty freaking slick. <laughs> it, was, it was fun to watch though too. Oh, that's I actually don't know. on my that's on my to get list. No question. Really? That there are very few guns left on my list that I really want to get, and that's one of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there are definitely guns on my list of you know I don't necessarily want one of these because I want to go shoot them all the time but there are some that are on my list just because of the you know the history i would like to have a ppk i would like to have a a, a high power you know I, I i would never carry them i would probably shoot them very seldom but those are guns that i'd like to own at some point yeah nope that, you know the good thing about it is they're an investment they don't lose value especially if we're talking about the any sort of backdoor ban through executive order or any of the shady stuff the ATF is likely to do in 2021. What's um, your gun, Shane? Probably, probably something in 308, like an AR, 308 AR. AR-10? Yeah. Um, probably going to be that high point in 40, Smith & Wesson with the $100 <laughs> bill wrap, though. <laughs> most likely was a proud moment for me right now <laughs> <laughs> oh. yep 
Yeah, that's probably what it is. <laughs> 40. It's going to be 40 Smith & Wesson as well. So definitely happening. So, hey, I think last show we talked about – we talked about the Q Honey Badger and – I forget the name of the other pistol. It was something, something weird. It had Weasel in the name. Yeah, it was a weird-ass name. Um, so they put a, what, 60-day stay on – on the the letter that the ATF wrote, uh, their letter of determination, and uh, I'm really uh, trying to figure out what the name of that other one was, the Honey Badger and the God, where is it? Ah, it's annoying. Sugar Weasel. It was sugar the Sugar Weasel. weasel. Yeah. Anyways, I put a 60 day cease and desist uh, or a stay on their uh, suspension. And I, I think, I think at the end of that sixty days, we're going to see the ATF come out swinging on pistol braces and overall length of rifles. Hopefully, it is challenged in the courts. But uh, if not, you know, if you're looking at purchasing a AR style pistol, pistol brace, something like that. I would, I would tell you to get that order in now, before we end up in a bump stock type thing. Uh, get it now, before everybody else does. Before, it's, yeah, <laughs> right. Before the price suddenly goes up twofold. Uh, but buy those now. Order just, just order your freaking brace right now. SBA tactical or, or whatever you want. It, it's it's going to get stupid spendy. You know what I thought was an interesting uh, thing? Every time I go to the gun store or the gun range, I mean, it's still slim pickings, right? I mean, there's used guns on consignment through the roof. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's more rifles available than handguns at this point. But yeah. you know what's always in stock? Nobody's sold out. Safes. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's amazing yeah, to me that you can walk into one of these places and see how many safes they have still i can put more than one gun in a safe that's why in some safes true okay so you're talking not just big safes, safes but yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you know you're not wrong but what i did see uh a while back like you guys know i have that like, i tell the story about my stupid little shitty safe i have that beeps real loud i bought it for 40 bucks like two years ago on amazon couple months ago it was listed for like 120 dollars hey out of curiosity why haven't you just pulled the beeper out of that thing yet well i mean is that sort of the equivalent of uh you know jacking around in the chamber with a 12 gauge shotgun is the experienced thief gonna hear that and go oh shit somebody's opening a gun safe you know at the risk of this being used against me in the future when somebody breaks into my house um I, i'm not i'm not giving anything away Okay, I, I I certainly can understand that thought process too. Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't be in my house. I'm not not giving anything away. Um, I I I questioned that. Yes, I'm sure the racking of a 12 gauge pump shotgun is a noise you understand in the middle of the night, and it probably is going to make somebody leave your house if they're just there to rob you. I don't know. Maybe I just find that whole scene annoying. 
but no, I'm not giving anything away. I'm not going to betray anything. And uh, no, I mean, I, I, I say this in class. I know you do as well. You know, if you don't have one now, when you buy your gun, your first gun, you're also buying your first safe. 100%. But you know, just like we also say that if this can be the be, you know, the beginning of your training, but it can't be the end. There are a lot of people who get their permit and then don't go to the range and practice. I think there are a lot of people out there who buy guns and then don't give the proper thought and effort to securing them that they should. So I would bet that that while there maybe has been a bump in the sale of safes this year, it does not correspond to the bump in the safe in the in the the increase in the sales of ammo or guns. No. I'm looking at Amazon right now. You know, it's the easiest place to get get stuff um and just looking at handgun safes i mean yeah you can spend anywhere from 50 bucks which is is a good price not the best thing right is key lock but spend 100 bucks for a decent biometric lock that'll recognize 30 some fingerprints and whatnot so yeah i mean if you don't have one you should have one somebody should be a one of the larger manufacturers should really put together a deal where they're selling a good safe with the gun at a discount, you know. Agreed. I mean, you, they, you, could, they could put it in at a marginal cost, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, you get those stupid little trigger locks. Or well, stupid, you know, every time you buy a gun, it comes in something. You know, if you buy a cheap one, maybe it comes in a cardboard box. But most guns come at least in a plastic box. Mm-hmm. How much would it cost them to upgrade that to be something secure and lockable? Yeah, ten bucks. Yeah, I mean the manufacturer could charge you twenty five bucks more for that model, and and they're making money, and now you've got a better way of securing it. Okay, right, take it a step further. Why is there not a company selling? And I'm talking a big manufacturer, Ruger, Glock, whatever, Smith and Wesson. Good quality safe, nothing's fancy, right? Key key safe, cleaning kit, decent holster, firearm, all one freaking package, thousand bucks, something like that. I can't express how much I hate OEM holsters. They're all... You're not wrong. They suck. I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. At the very least, like, safe, good... Okay, fine. Safe, good hearing protection. Uh, a cleaning kit that's actually quality and not, you know, a, a cheap piece of crap. But just pack a bundle, right? Just bundle it together for... Seems like an easy fix. Boom, done. Here, come buy your home defense bundle, your uh, concealed carry bundle, something like that. You know, you can get one with a, a car safe that loops around the, the post of the car seat or something versus a, a in-home safe. Seems like it would make sense. Yeah, I mean, if you go to the liquor store right now, they've got a whole display full of bottles that come with, with uh, you know, etched glasses and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, you could you could buy your brand new Ruger with the, the the matching logo safe and cleaning kit. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Sounds like a really good idea. Uh, you can also go to the liquor store right now and get your beer uh, advent calendar. So they're doing like the 24 days of Christmas in 24 different Minnesota beers if you go to Lund's and Byerly's. Nice. They did it last year. They're doing it again this year. So I like it. Yeah. And, Costco had a, 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 a little off topic. They had one that was all German beers. So, I need, hmm? so I need another Mountain Dew. <laughs> all right. I think we've really hit a ton of topics. A bunch of stuff. You guys got anything else you want to close with? 
a little sporadic. We'll work on some formatting in the future. I think the big thing is, is yeah, maybe we should fix that audio issue. <laughs> maybe. All right. Cool. We'll wrap it up there. Thank you for joining us. If you're listening to this, please uh, subscribe, like, leave a comment. Let us know what you think. We'd love your feedback. And, and certainly uh, we're, we're open to topics for additional shows, too. If you've got something you'd like to hear about, by all means, let us know. Right. Absolutely. All right, guys, thanks for joining me again tonight. We'll work on the technical issues next week. Uh, and we'll be back. We'll be back in, what, two weeks? I, was say, right. I think that's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Are we going to go with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Works for me. We'll be back right before Thanksgiving. Guns and turkeys. Nice. All right. Everybody have a good night. Which one of us is the turkey? Yeah. Well, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> I'll have to watch. <laughs>